Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good afternoon, America. Today, January the 22nd, 2014. And boy, do we have a show for you. You know, there's been a um, just a very insightful discussion taking place over the last several um, the last several weeks about money manifestation. How do you attract money? How do you get your stuff in order so that you can live the life? that you deserve. Well, in the context of that conversation over the last uh, two programs, we have discussed in great detail and length different aspects of the laws of attraction and how you use them. So today, if I use some terms or I quote some information and you're going, Doc, what the hell is that? Please go back and listen to the archives. And for your convenience, every one of our programs is archived, and you can find those archives on Blog Talk Radio under Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Uh, A couple of things that I wanted to talk about that are uh, going down. One, I, before we even get deep into this program, I want to send a shout-out to Julie Dash in Barbados, who's um, going to be traveling tomorrow. Her mom is definitely uh, in need of your prayers. Also to Deidre Lawson in Atlanta, Georgia, whose father is in need of your prayers. So uh, I'm not trying to turn this show into a religious charade, but I do want you guys to, in good ways and from a sincere place, send out vibes to those people. They're very special to this program, and and, uh, just like you are, they're just very special people. Now, without further ado, let's just jump into this because I know the time in this broadcast goes by really, really quick. And we, before we know it, we uh, have to say goodbye. So let's avoid wasting any more time and get straight to the meat of this conversation. In order to have manifestation in any area of your life, it doesn't it only make sense that you start out with understanding how things are birthed or how these things come to fruition. Well, the first thing that I want to point out to you is the law of attraction is a very real thing 
What makes it hard for many of us to grasp is that it is built on constructs that um, are very tangible in hindsight, but in foresight, it just seems like a bunch of talk, you know. And I believe me, I am a guy. I remember when my dad died years ago. I went through two years questioning: Did God exist? Is there a God? Is you know what is life about, and all of this? But here is proof: Life is reflected back to you by the thoughts that you consistently. Think. And if you've got your pen and paper out, which I suggest you do, if you don't, grab that iPad, put your phone on memo mode, uh, you know, but start jotting some of this stuff down. It's very important that you grasp some of these simple things I'm going to say to you. Life did back to you by the thoughts that you consistently think. Now, many men have been accused of thinking about sex every uh what every 5 minutes uh, whatever ridiculous statistic but women are just as freaky as men how so is that true because there are a lot of guys that are are surely not getting any sex and they're thinking about it on a consistent basis and women so is that really true well yes and no the first thing is this what is true is that what you consistently think is have playing a vital role in your life, and it is shaping or, let's say, setting forth the landscape from which you operate. How does that relate to money? Reels, I'm glad you asked. When you are constantly seeing yourself in a place where you are lacking money, where you're... Um, where your thoughts are constantly on, I wish I had more. I want to do better. Damn it, I'm tired of being broke. Seems like I never can get ahead. Some people have all the luck. I want you to hear what I just said. And, and if you're listening to the archive, slide that button back and play that back. Now, con connect this. If I am always saying, man, Damn, I wish I had some more money. Seems like I'm always broke. I can't ever get ahead. Quite naturally, you are going to find yourself in a set of circumstances that are not working to your advantage. Here's a parallel taking it out of the financial realm. Imagine you're a coach. You have a football or a baseball, softball team, whatever, and you are in a meeting with your team. Last season sucked. You guys were obliterated. Even when you played teams that were uh, losing to everybody else, you lost to them. I mean, you just couldn't win for losing. And, and here's how your pep talks go. You walk in the locker room. You say to the team, well, fellas, you know, they're, they're bigger than us. Man, they're a lot stronger, so shit. They've been kicking everybody's butt, and they may kick ours, but we're going to go out there and give them a hell of a, a, hell of a challenge. Do you think you're actually going to win anything? I mean, seriously. Are you, at that point, positioning your team for victory? No, you're not. Uh, another example of that is if you think that you are going to encourage someone to want to go out with you, and the first things that you do is you are sitting there uh, on the phone saying, well, 
you know, and my ex-husband wasn't nothing. That, he wasn't blank. And and every time I look up, he and you're just complaining about this ex of yours. And then you're talking about your bills and how you think all men ain't this, all women ain't that. Are you really going to be surprised when this person kind of gets off the phone with you quick and does not call your behind back? No, you're not. Well, that's the same way that the laws of attraction work. Every time you put into your vibration thoughts of lack, thoughts of limit, thoughts of negativity, there is nothing, absolutely nothing good that is going to come your way. Now, contrary to that, think about this. Have you ever noticed whenever you really need something and you ask yourself, now, how am I going to pay with this, pay for this? Some way or somehow things always work out, either something or somebody will come out the blue to help you. And have you noticed that when you let go of problems, once you let go of a problem, your mind is free, your hands are free, your psyche is free, your thoughts are free to embrace the solution. The laws of attraction are very, very, very real. You know, we are all here to thrive in all areas of our lives. We're not put on this earth to struggle or to suffer. And you have to understand that you are in control. You have the last say-so of everything that happens in your life. And if you really want to take responsibility and look at life for what it is, you are the creator of everything that you want and that you desire. And I'm going to, and you know, I have a uh, dear, dear friend of mine that um, is studying now to get her MBA. And we were chatting the other evening, and, and, I, and I was talking about my brand and expanding the reach of my company to really have a much, firm, uh, much firmer footing on the national and even the international uh, stage. And when I made the comment to her, I said, you know, it's so funny, but before Abraham Lincoln was president, he lost a whole lot of elections, but he kept saying, I know I'm going to get to the Senate, I know I'm going to get to the presidency. Then I made another statement. Jeremy Dell of Dell Computer, he and a group of guys were in a dorm room at University of Texas at Austin, and we know that now Dell Computer is a big place on the landscape. Orville and Wilbur Wright, uh, there was, <laughs> this is really funny, this dude Langley, had gotten millions of dollars from the United States government to build an airplane, and he couldn't get anything in there, and he had all of these engineers and all of these technicians and mechanics and logistical people couldn't put a plane in there. And here's Orville and Wilbur Wright, two guys with a bicycle shop. And then here's Bill Gates. Bill made a quote. He said, I always knew I was going to be rich. I did never think or doubt it for a minute. Now, what is it that you are, if, if, unless you are over there stoned right now, that, that should resonate with you. In other words, what you think, what you believe, and what is the definition of belief again? Belief is what you know to be true. It is the experience that you anticipate on a day-in, day-out basis. When you look back at millionaires and billionaires, 
and ask them this question, do you expect to have money? Well, without a doubt, the answer consistently is yes, I expect it. And following that expectation, money consistently flows into their life experience. Question for you. Do you expect to have money? I want you to just take a moment and think, do I really expect to have money? Or do you expect to have bills? Do you expect your money to come in and go right back out of your hand? It, you know, I've heard people sit there and they, they say these, uh, these little black sambo schemes of, you know, man, my money, you know, my money's funny, man. You know, I said, my money got jokes. It's so damn funny. Well, my money's not funny. Matter of fact, my money can't crack a joke for nothing. <laughs> Being truthful with you. Every day, every moment, I don't care if I have zero clients or if I have 20, I expect to do very well. And when I get a bill, I'm glad to pay it because if I'm paying bills, that means that I own something. That means that I'm existing and that I'm participating in life. As a matter of fact, when my kids call me, which they often do, I love you guys, don't y'all call me today, but when they do call me and say, Dad, I need, I love being able to say, well, you know, tell me what's going on, and I'll make a decision. Is this practical? Is this wise? Am I investing in you, or are you just throwing my money away because you want to go do something you want to go do? And I'm not telling you be some cheapskate and some scathing, uh, penny-pinching, trifling, Melbourne Drysdale type person. What I am saying to you is that wealth is there for the taking, but it all begins with the mindset that you have. And in order to have manifestation, you have to have a manifestative mind. You must take the time to look at your life and see it for all that it is, not that it, what it is not. I, on a day-in, day-out basis, have people um, ask me, Doc, how did you do it, man? I mean, what did you do to where if we Google D. Yvonne Young, page after page after page comes up, what did you do where you could sit down and write a, uh, not only one book but several books? What did you do that uh, major networks and radio and television stations call you just to get your opinion? You know, I paid a great deal of money to grow, go on this program or that program, and they had you on for free. What did you do? And my answer gets really simple. I willed it into my life. I got up like that coach where that other coach was in the locker room telling her uh, female basketball team, those other girls are bigger than us and they're faster than us, and a couple of them looks like they're shaving. And I'm not talking about the legs. I mean facial hair, you know. And I'm the coach that I will tell my team all day long, we are going to kick their you-know-whats. I guarantee you, I don't care who they beat. They're not going to beat us. You know, I commonly use this phrase, if I get in a fight with a bear, you need to pray for the bear. In other words, there is a 
mindset that goes with money, and it starts with belief and expectation. You've heard me say to you over and over again that the passion for manifestation begins with your emotional condition. You've heard me say to you over and over again that a thought, you have 17 seconds, exactly 17 seconds to think all the stupid mess you want to think. You can think uh, that Godzilla is going to roast the weenies and you while you're holding it. You can think King Kong is going to climb the building and instead of the little white lady in his arm, he's going to have you. You can do all of that, but if you recall that thought in 17 seconds, none of that crap will happen. So when you are thinking that, you know, I don't have any money. Damn, I'm broke. I'm not going to get a job. You know, I don't like my mate. You know, I, I, well, as a matter of fact, if you really want to find love, you better tune in to this show Sunday night. That's going to be off the chart. But, uh, you know, you have to stop and think, what is it that I am energizing with passion in my 17 seconds that I'm expecting in my life? When I made this comment just a moment ago, I said most millionaires and billionaires expect, hear that word, expect, to have money, and therefore, because of that expectation, money consistently flows into their experience. Now, not having money is not an option for them, and they do not think in this negative way that you think in. I look at people like Donald Trump, and yes, dude could spend some money getting his hair done. What in the hell is that on his head? Well, another show. Well, however, you have to ask yourself, what is it that they figured out about money that I didn't? Get your pen and paper. Here's some more knowledge. Spit it to you like this. They learned that money is not a real thing. Now, for some of you that have your Lone Star card or your EBT card, you're going, it is real. Well, look at the doggone card you have. Is that money? Well, for some of you, after you go and let people get two for one so you can go buy you some weed, it's real to you. But for those of us with some sense, that is where money really goes. I was looking at something the other night about this drug cartel kingpin, and they showed where dude had this room full of money. I mean, full of money, right? And what he was trying to do was get that money clean because he could not spend it. Now, now, pay attention. Listen to this really close, because if, if some of you grasp this, I just set you free. Money is a concept and a system of belief that is manifested through an electronic means or a means of energy. Give an example. When you swipe your credit card, does money pop out? when you are paying for your dinner or your shoes or your hair or whatever it is you just bought. No, it doesn't. That You get an approval code. And the, what's going on is that money is being routed through an electrical system. But when you get to the real essence of power in money, no one walks up to someone and says, hey, I got $6 million with me. Here you go. And it's in a briefcase. It is all an electronic transaction. And why is it an electronic transaction at its highest level? Because power, remember, electricity is what? Power. 
So even money has to submit to its ultimate end result, and its end result is, it, is a form of power. And the way that you get power over money is to harness it in the same way that, an, that the cord that you plug into the wall of power, your coffee pot, your TV, you know, your curling iron, it's plugging to a source of power. As a matter of fact, everything, and this universe is connected to a source of power, and you are that source of power. For those of you that just lost me, check this out. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, right? We, are, we all of us know that. Whose image are you created in? You are created in God's image. God, before anything in this world happened, it said God spoke, then he said, then God spoke, then he said, and if you notice, after he spoke, then he said it came into existence. So whatever you speak to yourself and say to someone else, it is going to manifest. That's why you cannot be sitting up going, man, I am so broke. Girl, I ain't, you know what, I can't afford shit. You know, get rid of that shit, nay-nay-ish you know, that, that poor me, that hopeful mindset, and start realizing, you mean, Dr. D, what you're telling me is money is power. Okay, I can buy that. I can buy it because what is the New York Stock Exchange doing? Do you see those guys running around with uh, boxes of money and briefcases paying each other every time they make a trade? No. They're writing something on a slip of paper, handing it to someone, and it's going into a computer system. Again, electronic commerce. Again, commerce is doing nothing but returning to its natural source. As a matter of fact, I'm going to make you really get this. Check this. If you have a debt, I don't care how much it is. I don't care if it's a $10 or if it's a million. Isn't it ironic that at the end of resolution, your debt is resolved by someone saying, okay, this is paid? It is not even so much you handing someone money because, to be honest, someone can just delete your debt by hitting a button. Someone can delete your debt by saying, you know what, I forgive the debt. Someone can delete your debt by saying, here, I'll pay it. So your money never in the first place was associated with your debt. What was associated with your debt is you took an obligation because of something you wanted manifestation of. You wanted manifestation of some shoes. So you took an obligation when you ran your credit card, when that man or that woman loaned you 100 bucks. In the same way, you can take control of your money. There is a, this is the mindset that we all must have in order to manifest money or anything else that we most desire. First of all, I want you to go and answer this question. Who said that you could not be financially abundant? I want you to imagine that. I want you to see it and feel like you already have the things that you desire because nobody said you couldn't. So the first thing is, and uh, I, I, it was so funny, I went to this uh, event for my photographer, Trish Badger, this uh this is this chick is this you know big time celebrity uh, photographer and 
she invited me to this event. So I walk in this room, and I see a bunch of people that I thought were special needs because they're all sitting there cutting out stuff and gluing stuff to pieces of cardboard, making vision boards. And, you know, I'm constantly um, advocating the use of vision boards in order to grasp the reality that these things that you want and, and desire exist. That is the only reason you use a vision board is to remind you that the things that you desire and want actually do exist. That's what the vision board is for. And by association and looking at these things, you get disinhibited uh, from thinking they're unattainable. And once you accept that they are attainable, it, the manifestation of, of whatever's on that board becomes much easier. So, you know, speaking on a vision board, that's what's up. But when people are sitting there and thinking, I can't have this, why should I even cut it out and put it on this board? That is the same thing as denying yourself your humanity and worse, denying yourself the divine part of your humanity because you are a spirit that is having a terrestrial experience in this little body you walk around in. But to be honest, everything that's in this world belongs to you. Now, that doesn't mean you can go and break in somebody's house and take it, talking about this belongs to me, even though some of you have tried that. Uh, but that's not what, what I'm saying. What I am saying is that when we accept that you already have the things that you desire, you get that much closer to the manifestation thereof. Everything that is proximal or in front of you right now is a previous thought that you had. I don't care if it's that TV you're looking at. I don't care if it's the clothes you have on your back, the job that you are sitting at listening to this show with your headphones on. If you're riding down the freeway, the trip you're taking, all of that was you attracting something that is your present experience from past thoughts. So doesn't it only make sense that you take your current thoughts and attract to your very near future that which you really want to have? You know, I see people day in and day out, and they go to stores and ride through neighborhoods, and they see the houses and the products that they want. They go and ride through a neighborhood and see places they want to live, and they go and test drive cars that they want to own. And that's a good thing. Good. I'm not saying don't do that because that is the first step and bring the manifestation of those very things into your life. However, that begins with you changing the way that you think and the way that you feel about your situation and your circumstances and this includes money, because once you change the way you see things, the things you see change. Now, I'm, I'm going to take this and, and give you another lesson in this. As you begin to select your thought process, focus only on that which is good. Don't allow negativity and even yourself 
to hinder you from manifestation because of disbelief and because of doubt. Your battlefield is your mind. The things that you first must decide on in order to become wealthy and have manifestation is what is it I am no longer going to allow in my mental airspace? Well, I'm going to give you some things, and you might want to jot these things down. The first thing is negativity. You need to tell people to shut the hell up anytime they want to come to you with anything negative about anybody else, anything negative about you or them. And I'm not saying constructive criticism because God only knows some of y'all need to get some of that, you know, go get you some new hair, you know, get some of that B15 or whatever, and get you some hair that actually looks human instead of like it came off a Barbie you bought at a resale shop. Or sometimes it would behoove you to wear some clothes that are currently in style. Sometimes it would behoove you to stop complaining about the person that you're with and just leave them. Sometimes it would behoove you to stop asking God for everything because God has already answered your prayer, and he's sick of you asking. You know, he answered your prayer a long time ago, but you didn't realize that with all your faith, some work was required. So let's get rid of all negative, and now let's get rid of all the delusions. You know, let's get rid of all of that. Examine what's left. What do you see? What do you have to work with? What talents do you have? Who do you know? Day in and day out, where are you investing your time? Because time is what? Money. Are you spending your time running and hanging at a bar and you know, you're sitting up with a bunch of other broke people that are all talking about what they could, should do, and always making excuses for that which they do not have. Because the key to financial abundance is first having an emotional state that is positive and, B, thoughts that are focused on manifestation. When you begin to change the way you think and feel in regards to any situation, including your money, then the things that are contributing to your life will automatically come. Now, let's, get, let's look at this negative mindset thing because that is your biggest obstacle. Those of you that have a negative mindset when it comes to money, don't be ashamed because at least you're admitting it. The, the first thing is you've got to know where you're starting from. Most of the time, our negative thoughts in regards to money are handed down from generation to generation or they're from people that you're around. You know, I, it's so funny. I was uh, talking with someone. They made a comment. They were like, well, you know, uh, man, you know, you need to always look out for a rainy day. Hell, I want some. I, I do want to look out for a rainy day. Well, I'm looking at my 72-inch flat screen looking at movies. I don't, I'm not trying to sit there and uh have my mind always lamenting on what bad thing may come my way. Stop being around people that don't have a desire to do better. Money is a form of energy, like I told you earlier. When you look at that energy, your goal is to not have it de get depreciated. You want this vortex energy to accelerate. 
And the way that you accelerate it is by putting it in a fertile ground. When I get some money and somebody says, what you going to do with that, man? You just, you know, you just got $1,000. What you going to do? Well, some of y'all, y'all going straight to the dope house. You know, you going straight. Whatever your dope is, for some of you, your dope house is lubies. For others of you, your dope house is the hair store. Yeah, for others of you, it's the jewelry store. For others of you, it's the mall. For others of you, it's some what's in somebody's pants. You know, put so into fertile ground. The most fertile ground that you have is it, it could be physical soil if you're trying to be a farmer, but if you're not trying to be a farmer, the most fertile ground you have is your mind. Go and invest that money into developing a better mindset. Develop a mindset, the sooner the better. Develop it in your children of the value of growth because you get paid for what you know. Give an example. What I do for a living, and I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there because this is my low end of my pay scale. I make $300 an hour. I'm not going to do anything less than $300 an hour. That is the low, that's the cheapest amount of money you're going to pay me. Now, why do I get that? Because I took the time to sow into my education and to sow into my time to such a degree that things that take other people weeks and months to figure out because I've dedicated my life to intellectual awareness and to emotional intelligence and to understanding how people perceive and think, something that someone else takes months to know about themselves, I can assess and diagnose it in a matter of moments. Does that make me smarter than you? Well, maybe, maybe not. But what it does do is it gives me a value in society that I have the ability to change the manifested outcome of any one circumstances predicated on that which I know. Now, can you do that? Of course you can. Anything I did or anyone else did, you can do better than me. You can do it just like me. You can do it, but do you. Another example of this, look at our airplane pilot. Why does he make the money? Because the other people sitting on that damn plane can't fly. That's why he's making the money. It's real simple. Why does your beautician make money? Because she knows how to go and transform you from being something frightening to something beautiful. You know, why does your barber make money? Because when you go in there looking like Frederick Douglass and you coming out looking like Denzel, come on, is is applied knowledge and this person sowed in fertile ground, which was their mind, and now the reflection of that sowing is that they're reaping abundantly. You remember the other day I told you, I said, you can cut an apple open and see how many seeds are in the apple, but you cannot see how many apples are in a seed. So when this person, and, and I'm saying your plumber, your barber, you do not have to be an astronaut to get paid and make and get rich. And I'm saying that is the beginning of riches because you cannot have wealth until you sustain your day-to-day activities. That's another rule. How are you going to get rich when you're not even able to feed yourself every day? So that's why that job at Mickey D's ain't no bad thing. That's why working at Wendy's is not a bad thing because if you take the manual home and study it, you go from hot fries to the manager. A McDonald's manager makes sixty to $90,000 a year, some over in six figures, depending on the store. 
but he would never have done that unless he sowed into fertile ground. And see, the other thing is some ways to help you get into that place where you can change your thoughts in regard to money. First, make peace with where you are right now financially. Tell yourself it's okay because things are getting ready to change. You are not listening to this show right now by accident. There was a part of your spirit that was going, okay, you know what? I'm sick and tired of not having shit, right? There was a part of you that right now it was, was thinking that, and you've been thinking it to the point that your spirit had you go, and of all the millions of shows that you could listen to, the television that you could be watching, the books that you could be reading. You could be laying up getting your freak on right now, but no. Something told you, man, I need to really listen to that. It's not by accident whether it's 50000 or $5,000 you got. Be thankful for it because the question is, you know, and I'm going to really drop it like it's hot for you. If you don't have but $5 to your name right now, but you'd use that money to get you over to the junior college and you fill out that financial aid, that FAFSA, and get enrolled in that automotive program, you know, that A&P, that's, you know, being an aircraft mechanic. You decide that, okay, I'm going to get a teaching certificate and work at a daycare. Yet that $5 just turned into twenty dollars to $30,000 that you will make from now on because you took $5 and sold it in fertile ground. I always say a quick thank you for all the money that I have in my life and in my bank account. When I look and, I, and before I pay a bill, and for some reason it seems like a little extra money always shows up. Well, the same thing is true for you. And it may seem weird, but that's the universe's way of telling you, you know what, don't sweat this. You notice, like, you go get some groceries, and, and, or you go and pay your light bill, you go pay your water bill, you go pay that overpriced tuition for daycare that you're paying, and, you know, you always somehow seem to find that money you needed to fill up the car with to go buy some groceries. And I always say I thank you because the universe operates from gratitude the more that you appreciate the things you write, you have right now, the more things will come to you because you live in, an, in a universe. You serve a God that is a God that says, enter into my courts with thanksgiving, with praise. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to get religious with you. What I'm saying is be grateful because gratitude has a way of, of, as a matter of fact, gratitude not only is the wheels on the keys on the law of attraction, but is also the key to more manifestation. Most people use affirmations in order to manifest money. Here's the, I'm going to give you a quick affirmation, then I'm going to give you the one that I use. Write this down. Every time you feel like you don't have enough money, every time you feel broke, Every time, you know, you, you feel like you're enough, you got more week left at the end of your money than money left at the end of your week, I want you to say this. Money flows to me easily and freely from multiple sources. That's the quick one. Money flows to me easily and freely from multiple sources. 
I'm going to tell you a story uh, right after. I t- I'm going to tell you my affirmation, okay? And I'm going to tell you a true story that, that happened this year over and over again in my life. Not this year. I'm lying. Last year. Keep forgetting it's 2014. Here's, here's my affirmation. I am so happy and grateful now, right now, okay? That's the first part. I am happy and grateful now. I am so happy and grateful now. You don't have to write that four times. I'm just telling you. I'm showing you that I start my affirmation with gratitude and in being in the present. And it's and the next thing I say is that money comes to me from multiple sources on a and increasing quantities on a continuous basis. I am so happy and grateful now that money comes to me from multiple sources and increasing quantities on a continuous basis. And when I make these statements, what that does for me is it allows me to attract more. Now, here's the little story I was going to tell you. When I did that, I was going through this little growth phase, and it was in the summer uh, when I was going through this growth phase, and I found myself needing to increase my revenues and my wherewithal. So as I started doing that, I found myself in a position where I had to make more money. And I said, well, I'm going to see how this affirmation really works. So I put it to the test. I was like, if this crap works, it will bring some paper my way in the next uh, couple of days. So I laid in the bed, and I said that affirmation uh, to the point I did it like every day for a couple of days. And then finally one day I just said, you know, I'm, I'm going to – something woke me up like uh, maybe 3 or 4 in the morning. And when it woke me up, I just realized, all right, this is – Something's up here, and something told me to get up and say that affirmation. So when I got up that morning, I started saying that affirmation, and lo and behold, that very week, I I swear I am not making this up, that very week I get this phone call, and I get this phone call from, um, from a place very far away with someone saying to me, um, I would love to hire you to be my life coach. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, I've got some relationship issues. I can't seem to keep a man in my life. I'm going through hell. And, you know, it ended up being a a, a significant size transaction. That wasn't the end of it. So then I started making a point to say that affirmation. For about 10 or 15 minutes, I just sit in my office. You know, I'm so happy and grateful now that money comes to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. And I would say that over and over again. And then I started saying it while looking at pictures and stacks of $100 bills. I kid you not, it was less than, I'm going to say maybe three weeks, that I had the biggest month in the history of my practice. I made over $25,000 which ain't no lot of money, you know, but I made $25,000, well, over $25,000 in less than three weeks. And ever since then, 
I have been using that affirmation and and operating in a state of belief and awareness, knowing that what I want and what I need would come my way, and believe me, it did. So I want I want to go take this here. You can also say, I will always have the money to do or buy whatever I desire. Now, whatever is really you, make up your own thing. You know, some of you may be saying something like, I will no longer have to do anything strange for some change. Others may say, you know, I may, I don't have to sell no more weed to get what I need. Well, I don't care what you come up with, but take over and use affirmations in a way that are sincere and relatable to your life experience. Because the more that you say an affirmation, the more you will believe them and belief becomes your truth. What you believe becomes the manifestation of that which you have and that which you do, okay? Now, going a step further, you cannot do this one day and not do it the next. If you get up today and go, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, Dr. D said, and, you know, he got, he, you know, he came up with some stacks. Let me try this. Look, first of all, you're not Dr. D. Second of all, you are you. So how do you know that what God is gave me may not be nothing compared to what he's trying to give you? So you base your expectation on what is your reality and not mine. And remember, you create that reality. Next thing, do these affirmations for no less than 30 days. And I promise you, I am not kidding you, your finances will change. Lose that, oh, poor me, I look like Sambo, ain't got, lose that mess and start walking in the awareness and the reality that you have what you say that you have. The next thing is uh, I, I just had someone send, shoot me a message, and and I'm going to uh, not uh, put this out and mention your name or whatever, but the person just said that they have done the same thing that I just got through talking about and that their manifestation was that they ended up with $10,000 that came back from a refund because they were looking online uh, you know how the state holds and escrow monies that people don't claim from closed bank accounts or from relatives and ancestors. See what I'm getting at? In other words, sometimes the manifestation will be that you are positioning yourself for money to come your way because you've changed from being a, operating in a spirit of lack to a spirit of belief. Now, once you truly believe that you have the power to manifest money whenever you want, you will start to come up with great new ideas that create more opportunities for wealth to come into your life. An example, let's say, for instance, you are a hairstylist, and all of a sudden you get this idea to call someone that is a social media expert. And I'm going to caution you 
choose them carefully because there's a lot of fools out here who will take your money and you'll be sitting there looking stupid with a jacked-up website. But the truth is is that like attracts like. And as you start thinking and relating to a mindset of prosperity, you're going to start manifesting money from different places that you never thought were possible. It may be, uh, and here, all these stories I'm giving you, I swear true. There was one guy that went to an Abraham Hicks uh, seminar, and I'm going to say the teachings of Abraham Hicks I have found to be found. You might want to check it out, Abraham and Esther Hicks. But this guy went, and he wanted to try this law of attraction. He did just what I said. He you know, did a vision board, was doing affirmations. So you get these, and one guy stood up and said, you know what? I want to just start having checks come in. So the guy, you know, he's doing this affirmation. He does this for going on about three or four weeks. All of a sudden, the check comes in the mail for $3.38. And he just laughs. He's like, okay, damn, that, that's it. it worked, but really, $3.38. So he kept doing it, and another week goes by. He gets another check in the mail for $38. And some change. So he starts laughing. He said, now, wait a minute. This is 10 days. I've gotten these two checks uh, in the mail. So a little bit of time goes by, maybe about another 14 days. He gets another check in the mail for $380-some. And he's like, okay, you know, now he's believing it. So he's he's just sitting there, and he's doing his affirmations, and he's like, well, I know if this check was, you know, $380, next one's going to be $3,080. Well, wrong. The next check that he got was for $38,000. This is in a 90-day period of time. And now this same man is a millionaire. I've met him. This is a true story. It's not made up. But all of this came from using the laws of attraction. Now, the stream to wealth is endless. And you've got to remember, there's enough out there for everybody. I mean, if, if you really want to just see what the universe has to offer you, Catch the bus, get in your car, walk your dog, ride your mule, whatever you, however you get around, and check out the number of buildings in a business district. Just, just go through it and, and just listen to this situation and look at it, and you're going to find yourself in situations over and over again that are going to bring you in contact with like-minded people, that are going to bring you in contact. I mean, I'm going to tell you, it is, it is amazing to me. The guy that is my publicist is also the publicist, Paul Crouppen. He's the publicist for uh, Jane Byrne, who wrote The Secret. She, he's also the publicist for the guy that did Chicken Soup for the Soul. He's also the publicist for Deepak Chopra. Now, isn't that weird how all of us who don't, you know, now I know these people, you know, I mean, you know, I'm, some of them I'm on a first-name basis with these people, but these are people that if you ask me five or ten years ago, you know, Dr. Young, do you know who Louise Hay is and does she know you? 
Well, I would have, I would have been like Louise Hay. Who in the hell is that? Oh, do you talk about the old white chick? Now I know Miss Hay, you know, and she knows who I am. Or another example is that, you know, people have come to me and they're, well, dude, you should have a radio show. Well, I know Kathy Hughes, and you know, and I know some people at CBS Radio and CNN Radio. And the thing is, they've even come to me and offered me programs. I'm not willing to sell my name because I know the value of it, and I know that sooner than later I am going to get someone to give me things the way that the universe wants me to have it, which means I don't have to sell myself out. I don't have to allow – I'm not going to be like Prince running around here. You can't write my name with letters no more. I got to use a symbol because I sold my name to somebody. Now, I'm not knocking Prince. That's my dude. But what I'm saying is that if you will allow divine timing to have its way with you, you will find that the stream – is endless, and there is enough. You do not need to believe all the BS about the economy is bad. And You know, let me tell you something. Every time there is a recession, the rich get richer and the poor get poor. The law of attraction is what you need to consistently think about. I want you to lose all these negatives hindering, robbing, uh, self-depreciating thoughts that the media plants in your mind, that your relatives plant in your mind. What if I lose my job? Man, you know, if it wasn't for no bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. Leave all the – you let Tom Sawyer and Uncle Remus go on up the road. Just ease on down the road. You don't need to accept that for your reality. You will attract whatever you consistently think about. I urge you, start consistently thinking about thoughts of wellness. Think about, see yourself paying your bills. Next time you pay a bill, I don't care if you can pay the whole bill or just pay on it. Smile and say, man, I'm so glad I got this bill. That's the evidence that I have resources because I can put something on it. If it ain't but $5, put something on it. There is plenty of room for you. The things that you feel abundant about, and think about it. You remember that day you went from buying a 40 to a six-pack to now you're buying a 12-pack? That Well, okay, maybe not you, but there is somebody that's listening to this show that unfortunately that applies to, but it's all good. That is what I want you to do. I want you to start increasing what you accept to be your normal. Now, I'm not telling you to go and start getting obliterated with beer, but what I am telling you is expect more for yourself. Belief, again, is what you know to be true. I want you to do this. Give yourself 30 days. Do those affirmations. Let's get this ball rolling. Let's start expecting that the key to the things that you want in life are coming your way. When you want your money to stop being funny, stop thinking of money as a joke. Remember it as a form of energy. 
And can energy ever be destroyed? No, it cannot. It can change shape. That's why when you go and take the energy you've been given, you, and I'm going to give you another example of this, okay? For those of you that have been out in the street and know a little bit about the world and smoked weed or tooted powder, done any of that kind of stuff, you know, and for those of you holier, ain't never not done nothing wrong, people, chill for a minute because you got some skeletons. I just need to go in your closet deep enough. But the, uh, the truth is, what do you do? They walk up. You walk up to this guy to buy a dime bag of weed, and what does he say? Give me a uh, give me a dime. That's what you say, right? Give me a dime. So you just took your ten dollar bill and reduced its value and your mind to ten cents because it ain't your mind has to shift that to meaning nothing. Now I'm fixing to come down your street with your holy self for you little people that go to the casino. You know those of you that go to Vegas and go get on your bus and go to these little Mississippi and Louisiana casinos and what have you, and over in Jersey or what have you, check this out. What do they do when you walk into the casino? They take your cash and give you chips. So now they have taken your money so that you think it's nothing. It's a chip. Give me, give me some $5 chips. And you put your chips on a table but they keep your cash money. See, in other words, there is some brainwashing going on that other people are doing to you, and you are voluntarily participating. So now I want you to brainwash yourself. I want you to start participating in the conversion of your mind to where when you see $10, you look at it and you respect the fact that it's money, but realize, you know, the face on this one is a 10 I need one that has a face that says 100. As a matter of fact, when you quit carrying paper money, you start realizing, you know, how much is in my account? That needs to increase because money is power. Where are you using your power? So I want you to release all resistance regarding money and to continue to think good feeling thoughts about all the wonderful things that you have in your life. I want you to stop thinking about just the things. You know, when you think about a car from now on, don't think about the car. Think about, you know, it will feel so good for me to get in a car that I feel good about, that's safe, that gets great gas mileage, that's dependable. And and whether you own the bus right now or you drive in a hoopty, just continue that thought. And then the next thing you know, there's going to be a Lemons Day sale where they're going to be like, look, cash for clunkers. I'm, we'll give you $3,000 if you can pull it, push it, and get it up here. We'll give you three grand. And you may not get a new car, but you can get one that's better than your driving. And you'll get it for little or nothing because you had that trade in go with it. You know what I mean? In other words, don't limit how the universe is going to bring that which you want to you. Don't limit how you can make an investment. Okay, maybe you can't go buy 100 shares of stock at a time, but what you can do is take stock in your gifts and invest in you, and you can go and take that $5 and ride down to the junior college. You can take that $5 and go to the automotive school. You know, I'm urging you stay away from them quick uh, Sanford Brown Institutes and all those rip-off schools like that, but go places where you can really get a manifestation for what's going on in your life.
Now, wrapping this thing up and going to the end, I want you, those of you that find it hard to change your thoughts in regards to money, just take your attention away from the subject of money and just allow yourself to envision what you would do with the ability to change not only the context of your life, but the life that you're giving your children, the life that you could give your loved ones, be it an aging parent, maybe a sibling, maybe it's someone that is in a in dire straits and that's incarcerated even. If they came out, if you had your stuff together, how could you change their lives? Because to be honest, it is not the money that brings about the manifestation. It's what you do with it and the purpose that you seek in having it. So for the rest of you today, go out and do the things you enjoy. You don't need to be walking around all day long consistently trying to say affirmations about manifested money. But if you could just let go of the thoughts and the fears that you have about money, the universe will bring abundance to you. And then you, you can trust me, you will be able to not only manifest money, but anything else you desire as long as you begin with a place of good feelings and good thoughts and stay focused. Anyway, this has been Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Julia, cue the music up. We're out in less than two minutes. This Sunday, I am going to start a series on the law, using the law of attraction in relationships and love. So if you are currently stuck with an alcoholic, a crackhead, if you are dating a damn fool, and even if that person is now incarcerated, dead, or just dead to you, but you are stuck because you're still hurting, you are still wounded, having a hard time getting over it, um, you can't seem to figure out how to get this person out the out that rocking chair that they keep going back and forth in in your consciousness. Sunday night will be the beginning of the end of that mess. I am going to show you how to heal your broken heart and move forward with your life. This has been Conversations with Dr. Devon Young. I love you. Have an awesome week. Talk to you Sunday night.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.